G'day and welcome to Listener. Our coppers do a, a wonderful job throughout this great country of ours and we've hit a little bump in Townsville with youth crime. To help us understand and know what's going on for the future, top bloke, acting chief superintendent, Chris Lawson popped in to say g'day. Thanks for having me on. Mate. Oh, mate, i got to say, and I really mean this, it's great to have a great relationship with the cops. You're always welcome in here. And, you know, I think that stretches to our public too. You guys, um, you do have a great relationship with the public. We've got bumps at the moment, but uh, that's one of your, your big things, isn't it? You know, the, you know we'll, we'll, let's go talk to the local copper. Is it just as it was, say, when I was a kid? Look, things have obviously changed since we were kids, Pricey, but um, the theory behind it's still there. We want to be out in the community and talking to everyone and making sure that we're putting our resources and efforts into the right things. Yeah. It says here you're acting. Are you going to become a real one or not? Oh, I'm not going to become a real chief superintendent. I'll, <laughs> I'll just not? stay as a superintendent. No, <laughs> I've only just been promoted into this role, so uh, no. we'll let Mr Wheeler make his decision about oh, who should be good taken over. Hey, Wheels, this big fellow's a good bay. He's a good bay too. Hey, well, you're Born and bred here too, aren't you? Yes, born here back in the mid seventies. So yeah, now you know, with, with outside, of, I'm going to change the subject a bit. A, outside of being a copper, you know, you, what do you do with the kids? You know, the what kids, are they 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 into? Oh, they're into pretty much everything they can get into. They're, <laughs> they're into life saving with the picnic bay oh. club. Uh, they do a lot of dancing with uh, Ann Roberts. They, do they? A bit of basketball with the Giants. So yeah, outside of work, I'm actually probably busier than when I'm actually at work. So. <laughs> Don't say that. But uh, our young Beck, she wants to be a, a, a policewoman. Uh, uh, what's the and, and she said before I asked her what she would ask you, and she said, "What's the best part of your job of being a copper?" The best part's where I'm actually able to give some good news to someone. So where I can actually tell them that we've solved a problem, where we've been able to provide assistance yep. to people. You look at the. Uh, town at the moment and there are a lot of police out there helping people every day of the week so it's not only in times of crisis but we're there whether you need us or not. Is there enough? At the moment there is. Yeah. We have been promised 32 more by the Commissioner recently yeah. so we've got another yeah. 32 coming into the district in the, this financial year. So. Is it tough though being, you know, the coppers when they they, they sign in. I know we've got a new uh, intake now with all the cars I saw down at the uh, new copper refinery down at Rose Bay. But um, you know, is it hard being a young copper? Oh, look, it's uh, definitely challenging. But we do That's have a, a nice word for it, Chris. <laughs> we do have a very robust training system. Ah, so there's another there's, word, yeah. There is a chance for them to actually have a look and try this job out. And if it's not for them, they move on. But we don't see too oh, many Oh, so you can on. try it out. Well, you're going What would turn academy. them off them? Oh, look, it's probably not the job for everyone, but there is plenty of work in this organisation for everyone to be involved in. Appre apprehended these kids? Oh, we've kids. apprehended uh, 34 people in the last nine days on over 100 charges for property crime. Of those, 28 were kids. So right there's 28 kids being taken off the street and put into custody yep. to answer for the offending that they've been committing. When are they out? Oh, look, it'll depend on each individual, but... Uh, Chris, you know what, what I'm asking yeah. here, really, because it's what people are saying. No sooner these kids, you know, you do the right thing, you put them away, yep. or you do whatever you do, and then they're out again. Yep. You know, what's the story, mate? 
And that's just the facts of life, Pricey. Unfortunately, in this world at the moment, uh, people will get out. They'll be given a penalty for their offending. And once that penalty is finished, they're then free to return to the community. They do have some provisos when they return to the community with parole and uh, yep, yep. bail if they're getting given bail. But as a general rule, they're, they're theoretically rehabilitated whilst they're in custody and come out better people. Theoretically, yes. are they? Not you all see, of them, no, You see the kids. So it's going to be ongoing. Are you, are you, you're saying not all of them, so it's just going to keep going. The, the community gets a bit sick of the Crook Homes situation, hey? Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. And rightly so. These people are coming back into our community and continuing to commit offences, which is why as soon as they do, we wrap around some support when they initially get yep, out. Yep, and yep. then if they do continue and start offending again, they are apprehended and put back into custody because at times that's the only reprieve the community get is when they are in custody. Slowly. We've been slowly the, getting anywhere uh, somewhere since Stewie Smith came here and what's happened there? Yeah, you know, that was years ago. This was going to end it. This was transition, which was a great concept I might add and I talked to a few of the kids and we had some wins but uh, with what's happened over the weekend and certainly late last week it's uh, you, you could almost say we're back to square one. Oh, look, it may feel like a price. It feels but, like it, yeah. But there's definitely a lot of work getting done in the background. So Good, yeah. not only with the police, but we work very closely with youth justice as well. So Dave okay. Olsen over there, um, we're working on programs to make sure that when kids are released on bail or released from custody, that they're actually supported. So they don't just walk back into the community. Yeah. They actually have a good 72 hours where we're providing assistance, making sure they're okay, they're getting to where they need to be so they're not left to their own devices yep, yep. because that's the period at which they're more likely to start offending again is yeah. that initial period as soon as they get released and start working back in with the crowd that got them in trouble in the first place. And, yeah, let, let, let's sort of turn it around a bit. Um, I know, as I said, with the families and that, and, you know, it is heartbreaking. And this wonderful word that you guys have started with, recidivists. Wonderful. Well. I had to practice that. Recid, recid, recidivists. There you go, recidivists. You go. <laughs> we, want to, we want to help these kids. You know, what programs are there, you know, when they – get out and things have been a bit tough for these kids and our our city's feeling it, our North Queenslanders feeling it. They go home. If things are a bit tough at home, how can we help the home life? Oh, look, there's a lot of support being given to individuals through child safety, through youth justice, and they're just the government organisations. So there's also other non-government organisations out there like Yumba Meta that provide programs. Yeah. And uh, we make sure that kids that are busy don't commit offences. Kids oh, okay. that, uh, yes, if we yes. can keep them engaged in lawful activities, then they're less likely to uh, start offending again. So that's really where we're trying to make sure that uh, we get on top of the game. And speaking of the home things, I, you know, we, we, I'm afraid we have to look at politics. Politics comes into it. And I was talking uh, actually to Dale Last, our Shadow Minister for Police and Corrective Services, and he had this to say. The court has the power, has the authority to order these parents to pay some form of restitution. And the question needs to be asked is, why are they not enacting that particular provision when it comes time to sentencing these kids? Let's start making these kids and their families responsible for the damage and the mayhem that they are causing on our streets at the moment. Is that fair? Look, there is provision within the Youth Justice Act for parents to be held to account and to pay compensation. There's a lot of uh, boxes that have to be ticked for that okay. to take place. Yep. Yep. And also there's no provision for the Department of Child Safety or if, if the kids are in care for the 
well, the chief executive of child safety right would be on. held to account for that. So yeah. there's a uh, little bit of work that goes on in the background, but um, it's very difficult. And we're also talking about a lot of people that don't have the provision to pay anyway. Yeah, so I understand. The, uh, so are we going to be better in the next generation? Are we going to be crook again? No, I think we're going to be a lot better in the next generation. Okay. We've got um, Mark Wheeler's looking after the early yep. action group with Jason yep. Brosnan from the police. And yep. uh, there's some really good inroads being made with the kids, I suppose you'd call it, are on the periphery of offending. So okay. they're sitting on the outside and they're about to teeter either way. So that's where we put the early action group with Wally Tallis, get these kids okay. and their families yep. engaged in some activities to and support to make sure that they move in the right direction into the future. And that's what we want. We really do. Mate, um what happens if we confront someone that's breaking into our home? That's a difficult one, Pricey, because it's your home. It's your castle, yes. as we said earlier. And the our recommendation would be yep. that you call police. If you confront uh, them, it's mate, more likely... I know. Yep. I, you, we can't expect the coppers to be around in five minutes. A lot could happen in five minutes. Mm. I know. We, people I know are frightened. I get frightened. Mm. And the best thing would be to do would be turn on a light if it's during the uh, night time, yep. which it provides a level of security in that they are then seen. So you, I find that uh, those low-level turning on lights, making them know that someone's home is enough to scare these opportunistic offenders away. You know, uh, I've got to say, you guys do care. I know you do. In some ways, it's a bit, a bit tough for you guys too. And you feel you're a dad? Yeah, I'm a dad. What would you say to a kid as a father? You know, because I used to, you know, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't, you know, we'll tell the coppers. It's when they said, I'm going to tell your dad, you know, if you did something. Oh, Pricey, uh, me get, my dad tell, getting told something that I'd done wrong was uh, probably the worst thing that could ever yep. happen. But yep. um, look, we've got to really set a really good role model for our kids. So be active with them, enjoy time with them, and really, really get involved in what they're enjoying. So if they're enjoying something, make sure that you're, you're backing onto that and you're actually there as well and show them that you enjoy it too. Mate, you're always welcome here. Thank you so much. Thanks, Pricey. Thanks for finding us on Listener. Acting Chief Superintendent, Chris Lawson. Great to talk to him. Have a wonderful day and we'll catch you soon on Listener. Happy days, Uru.